Welcome to ASHTA Resource Q&A. We're taking time to discuss construction materials testing and inspection with people in the know. From exploring testing problems and solutions to laboratory best practices and quality management, we're covering topics important to you. Now, here's our host, Brian Johnson. Welcome to Ashto Resource Q&A. Today we have a frequently asked question, and this one comes up a lot, and I wish it actually came up more because <laughs> I know there <laughs> I know there are a lot of unasked questions out there related to this topic. Yeah, no, there definitely is. I actually just helped somebody with this this week. So this is a very timely recording of this podcast episode. But we're going to talk about today of how to publicize your Ashto accreditation. We have a policy and guidance document about this on our website, and I will link to that on our podcast section of our website for this episode as well. But do you want to go over the general requirements for this, Brian? Yeah, let's do that. First of all, publicize your accreditation. Be proud of it. You worked your butt off to get that accreditation, and so did your staff, and you should be proud of it, and you should promote it. But in order to be effective, you need to promote it the right way. So we're going to talk about how to do that. Number one, we make it easy for you. We've got a link to your certificate of accreditation that includes all the test methods and standards that you're accredited for and the accredited since date for each one of those. I would highly recommend linking directly to that on your website so that it makes it easy for any specifiers like a DOT, a county, uh, FAA, anybody you're trying to get work for makes it easy for their contract staff to go through and see exactly what you're accredited for in real time. That is your best tool for promoting your accreditation. I would agree with that completely. I would say when you're digitally marketing your accreditation, definitely use the hyperlink and link directly to your accreditation listing. This is also a good time to point out that the accreditation is not likely the same for each and every laboratory that you have if you have multiple laboratories accredited. So the accreditation isn't overarching. It's not an umbrella accreditation. So you have to be specific about that on your marketing. That is correct. And that is a, a uh, another one of those questions I wish people would ask more. It is true. The accreditation is site-specific. It doesn't cover any field labs that you have unless they are also accredited separately. It doesn't cover any other branches unless that's covered separately. So one, one thing I'd like to point out is a lot of the companies in our program are more than one location. And, and often they do have a place on their website where they have a map and a link to, to look at all their offices. And how great and how significant would that be to have a link to that certificate on every one of those so that it really shows that you your company cares about quality, you're promoting this, and it really is a nice bump for your staff to know how much you care about that from a corporate level because they put yeah. a lot of time and effort into it. Exactly. If you have multiple locations accredited, that is something you should definitely be super proud of, but you need to be super specific on when publicizing that. So yes, linking directly to it for each location is a great way to do that. How else do we recommend, Brian, that people publicize their accreditation? Well, another thing is we have this new-ish logo. I was going to say, it's not really new anymore, new-ish. but new-ish. It still feels new to me. It's relative. It's all relative. So we'll say new-er. Yeah. Yes. So we, we've got this nice new, new-ish logo that we rolled out. Uh, I want to say, what was it? 2016, 2017? It was after we became Astro Resource. And so I don't know about that. So. Okay, so maybe even older than that. 
It just feels like it was yesterday. It does, but we lived with that horribly old logo for so long that this is going to feel new for a while. So there is the Astro Accreditation logo that you can see on all of our Astro Accreditation policy and guidance documents and on our website. But there's also the Astro Accredited logo that laboratories get to use. Yeah, that's right. So we've got three versions of the logo that are available. We've got just the the trademark logo, which is just the the A symbol with a check that's the three color red, orange, and gold logo that we use on things. So like apparel and and different <laughs> things <laughs> we have for our staff. We also have the one that says Ashto accredited under it. And that is the one that laboratories can use to promote their accreditation. You can have links to it on your website. You can have it on published materials for your laboratory to promote it. If you go to trade shows or you want to uh, promote it some other way on paper, as long as it's used appropriately. And we do have this procedure that Kim already mentioned she's going to be linking to that gives you a little bit more details on how to do it. Now, the third one we have is it's the the trademark logo with Ashto accreditation program under it. That is really for us to use, not for the laboratories to use. So you want to make sure you use the right one. Uh, if we if we see that you're using the wrong one, we'll let you know about it. But typically, we realize that that is more just lack of understanding of how to use it, not a violation, like not an overt violation of our publicizing your accreditation policy. Yeah, and if you want versions of these to publicize, uh, you can email info at ashtoresource.org and they will send you links for all of the appropriate logos that you can use. So we have the, you know, a white one, a black one, and a colorful one. So depending on how you're going to use that. So we'll send you all of those. You can just, again, email info at ashtoresource.org. Yeah, and we have high quality, uh, high resolution versions of those for your use and if you're not accredited we won't send it to you <laughs> exactly but i will so say that's if, why if we don't are, have it on our website exactly but if you are accredited you want to use the higher quality ones right so don't just kind of snag it from our website email us and get the links to the the higher quality ones so it just looks better overall for everyone's sake yeah and one other thing i'd say is when you're using logo or making some statement or, or listing a downloadable certificate of accreditation it's really important that you tie this with some sort of statement about what the relevance of that is if you really want it to be effective and, and kim already mentioned how it's site specific so when you're making any statements about accreditation you want to have it very clearly stated so you don't want to say something like our laboratories are ashto accredited if they're not all accredited and that's 100 of them uh, so if if we if somebody reports that to us and says, hey, you know, we, we noticed that this laboratory is saying that they're accredited, they applied for this job, we're looking for that site location on your directory and we're not seeing them, well, we'll reach out to you and say, hey, you know, you, you need to fix this, that we consider this a violation of the policy that needs to get rectified. So you need to be more specific about that accreditation. Yeah, you definitely don't want to imply that you have more accreditation than you actually do. So again, if you only have certain tests that you're accredited for and you want to put the Astro accredited logo on your testing reports, you have to somehow indicate that, that that's only applied to certain tests and it's not all of your tests, unless all of your testing is covered in your scope of accreditation. So you, you don't want to imply anything else. 
and I would think this is a good point to point out as well that laboratories and people that deal with accreditation, laboratory managers and things like that will know, know these things, I think. But when you're communicating that to maybe your marketing department or someone who's doing your website, they might not know the intricacies of this. So it's really important that you communicate that to them and direct them to this policy and guidance document, or even have them, you can, they can reach out to me specifically if they have questions, but it can be challenging sometimes because you're like, oh no, I, I said the right thing to the website people. And then it somehow gets mistranslated um, as it often does. So again, no ill intentions there. It's just, you need to make sure that it is correct. So yeah, you really got to keep an eye on the website manager and the marketing people when it comes to promotion of your accreditation. I feel Sometimes attacked, Brian. Take, I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes they take liberties because uh, it may not sound as good if you're more specific to them, but there are, are legitimate reasons why you need to be. And if you're creating doubt in the mind of the specifying agency about the integrity of your organization because of misstatements, that can be a real problem for you. So the, the reason why we put these out there is so we can help our laboratories put their best foot forward and promote themselves in a, in a, in a way that uh, gives the specifying agencies confidence in their integrity and the quality of those laboratories. I do want to make one other statement, though, about misstatements. There's a, there's a, a lot of things that people can say wrong about, mm -hmm. their, uh, about their accreditation. Kim, can you think of any of those off the top of your head? Yeah, one is that their laboratory is certified by Ashto Resource. That is not, there's so much wrong with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> you want to break that down? A, want to break that down? What's yeah, wrong with it's that? not, it's, we have not certified uh, the work coming out of it. We are not uh, responsible for the laboratory's work in any way. They are accredited for specific things. We have not certified the product if they are a producer of uh, construction materials. Uh, we have not certified their staff for doing the things that they were observed doing during the assessment. Uh, it is an accreditation of the laboratory at that location for the specific tasks that are listed. And AASHTO Resource doesn't accredit anything. The AASHTO accreditation program, AASHTO is accrediting. So saying AASHTO Resource accredited is still incorrect. Yeah, that's right. And and I see that a lot with CCRL too, is they'll say we're CCRL certified and you're not CCRL certified. There's no such thing as CCRL certification. There's no such thing as CCRL accreditation. It's just AASHTO accreditation, AASHTO resource and CCRL contribute to that process by providing proficiency samples and assessment services that ultimately lead to AASHTO accreditation. So you have to be careful not to use those words incorrectly either. Yeah. Is there any other terminology that our listeners should know about that's the big one that i think of but i do often get questions about suspensions mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes people say if we're suspended for something are we still accredited so to that i say you are suspended for what it says you're suspended for so that your accreditation is temporarily not valid while you're under suspension for whatever that is and as far as like, if you ask a specific question, can we still do work on this? Can we still do this? Can we still do that? That's between you and whoever has hired you under the requirements of maintaining that accreditation. So you need to get in touch with them and say, listen, we got suspended for this. This is why, this is what we're doing about it. I know to some of you, you may cringe and say, nobody's ever gonna do that. Why would we admit to that? I would say, 
the trust that you build with those specifiers by doing that goes a long way. And do not discount that relationship that you have with that specifier. If they, I mean, the, the amount of trust is so important to everything that we do, right? That I just think it's a huge mistake of trying to bury those kind of things. You want to show it as a success that you have been responsible, you've been honest, and you've taken corrective action to resolve whatever that issue is. Yeah, it's about integrity, right? So that if you don't have integrity in that area, then how can you have integrity in the rest of your testing or how that's the perception of that anyway, whether that's the case or not, that it's definitely the perception of integrity and transparency and trust all goes together there. That's right. And most of those agencies understand that laboratories do get suspended from time to time. So I don't think any of them would be too shocked to see that it happened, but they would be shocked if they saw that it happened and you didn't tell them about it. For sure. So getting back to publicizing the accreditation, kind of mentioned on the website, I briefly mentioned on the test reports. Do you want to go into that a little bit more, Brian, about how laboratories can publicize or put the logo on or mention of it even on their testing reports? Yeah, the testing reports, it's pretty complicated. And I would I would say use extreme caution if you're thinking about putting those on your test reports, because a test report often includes a lot of different test methods. Some may be accredited, some may not be. If you have any doubt about every single one of those tests being listed in your accreditation, do not put the logo on that test report. Uh, so, so be careful about that. You know that I, one thing I would also say about that is the test report's kind of at the end of the uh, at the end of the line as far as your interaction with your customer. So it may not be as critical to put that logo on there anyway. You want to promote your accreditation throughout the process, of course, but just be cautious about that particular aspect of it. And if you want any feedback specifically about your laboratory, let us know and we'd be happy to talk to you about it. Yeah, I definitely, when people reach out, I am tell them that, like, please let us know. I'd be happy to go over what you're planning on doing and see if it falls in, within the guidelines that we have set forth. So I think we may not have mentioned this. Why is it important that, that laboratories publicize correctly? Well, in in addition to how we want to promote the laboratories or allow the laboratories to promote their accreditation properly so that they have a positive view and show their commitment to quality and integrity, we also have to protect the program. We have to make sure that laboratories aren't out there claiming to be accredited that aren't. So we actually do have consequences for laboratories that violate this policy. Now, we, we, we talked about some of the things that can be kind of minor infractions as far as the policy is concerned. We hope that they're minor. We hope that there's not ill intent. But we realize there are times where people are just saying they're accredited, even though they're not even a customer of ours. That's happened plenty of times. And what we do in those cases is we reach out to those organizations and we say, you have a week to fix this. Uh, we expect you to resolve this quickly and we don't even really, when it comes to that, I don't really even care about the reason why, because I'm probably not going to get an honest answer anyway. <laughs> but what I say is we just need it to be fixed. And if it's not fixed in a week, we have a false claim of accreditation page on our website, and we will list the laboratory there for that violation. We also may list a laboratory for that violation if they have indicated they resolved it, but it was extremely serious violation. We may talk to our oversight committee and they may determine that 
you know, this really needs to be up there for a while uh, so that this doesn't happen again. And in those cases, we will follow what the oversight committee says. Yep. And then I will let our social media followers as well know about any false claims of accreditation. So it's not just a page buried on our website. We do let everybody know about this. So you definitely don't want to be on that page. <laughs> if you no, don't. you don't. And, and most of the time it doesn't happen. So I don't want people to, to panic and say, oh, no, are we doing this? You're probably not. I mean, chances are you're probably using the wrong word on your website. Like you may be saying CCRL certified or CCRL accredited. We see that all the time. And hopefully you're looking at your website after this and you're going to check and make sure that everything is up to date. We don't go through and, and troll people's websites trying to figure out if they are violating the policy. But if somebody reaches out to us and, and has a question about a laboratory or they have indicated that there's something wrong, uh, we will look into it and reach out to that company and, and get it rectified. Do we have any other things that we want to talk about? I think we kind of covered this specifically. Do we miss anything or have we wrapped this up? Well, the last thing I was thinking about is you know, if you're a laboratory that is violating the policy and you do get listed on the false claims page, we really want you to resolve it more than anything. That's really the the objective in all of this is just to not have that infraction out there. But what we will not do is we will not tell you who reported you to us. That is something we feel really strongly about. If you have not shown integrity, uh, we have no obligation to you to provide any information. We also, just in general, when there is a whistleblower situation, and this goes for this policy, this goes for any other problem that may be out there that somebody has told us about, unless that whistleblower wants to be known, we will not reveal that information to you. That is a good point. Thank you for clarifying that. I think that's it. I think we covered it. I think that, I think that is too. I was trying to think, do we have it. any other questions that, about yeah, this? But I think they covered all of it. Yeah. And there, I will say there is, a, there are examples of unacceptable statements on that policy that Kim is linking to on our website. So if you're not really sure, you can check that out. I think it's basically just what we talked about today. So nothing, nothing earth shattering there, but if you want a reference to it to send to your marketing team, uh, it is here. Yep. Thank you for your time today, Brian. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for listening to Ashto Resource Q&A. If you'd like to be a guest or just submit a question, send us an email at podcast at ashtoresource.org or call Brian at 240-436-4820. For other news and related content, check out Ashto Resource's Twitter feed or go to ashtoresource.org.